Hey guys, a couple of important things before we start the show. You can see me, Cy, this weekend at Go Bananas in Cincinnati all weekend long, the 29th, the 1st, the 2nd. They'll be my only headlining shows at Go Bananas this year. Get your tickets at GoBananasComedy.com. If you're in Minneapolis, there's a few tickets left for Chad's special taping, few tickets for The Late Show. Come see him turn his amazing hour into a special. Uh, and then you can see the rest of his tour on chaddaniels.com. That's the same place you can get the special tickets. Uh, if you want to see me in Asheville, North Carolina, or the Denver area out in Fort Collins at the Comedy Fort, Justin will, in the description of the episode, you can click in and you will be able to uh, click links to go do that. Please come see us on tour. Also, this is a really fun episode. Uh, but I didn't have my microphone properly turned on for the first few minutes. So for a couple of minutes, you're going to be like, hey, Cy sounds like he's talking through a can. Um, but then it gets better. So complain a little bit and then you'll love it because we have Kelsey Cook on and we talk about she and Chad's podcast, Pretend Problems. We recorded on Valentine's Day with those two. So it was a really fun episode. I think you guys are going to love it. Uh, come see us. Do live comedy. Go to those places on those dates. Enjoy the show, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello. How are you? Thank you so much for coming back. Across from me, as always... Cyrus Amundsen. Hello, everybody. It's good to be here on Middle of Somewhere. It's Valentine's Day. You might not hear this episode for a while, but we're recording on Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. Boy, oh boy, do we have an episode for you. Because as I said, across from me is Cyrus Amundsen, but to the right of me is my Valentine, Kelsey Cook. Co-Valentine. That's great. Hi, nice to meet you. I don't, don't see. We're co-Valentines. On this podcast, in this moment, and maybe we should get into that and how I don't want to I don't want to corner you right off the jump of the podcast, <laughs> because I know both Kelsey and I take a lot of energy. We're and we're big energy people. And I know you only have so much energy to give. But I think if you were more thoughtful when you're labeling both of us and our interactions and things like that, I think it would go a long way to our energy needs decreasing. I don't know how you feel about that, Kelsey. It's nice to be here. Well, I'll tell you uh, that I was just reminded several times in couples counseling and afterwards and before it that uh, we can't run out of energy. We don't have a tank of energy. Energy and empathy is everlasting and perpetual. For the love of God, it's, it's always. And uh, you can't run out of it is what I've been told. And uh, there's no way to uh, research it. It's going really well. It's going really, really well. <laughs> what I would love to know <laughs> is now, is that because there's a lot of that's what the kids call a subtweet, Chad, but in voice form. Uh, is that mm -hmm. directed at your therapy partner or your therapist? Who, who purported that idea? I was my, uh, my girlfriend. OK, you're, I forgot the choices, but it was my girlfriend. Your co-valentine. Yeah, it was my co-Valentine. Co-Valentine. To the right of me, the yeah. live one here. Okay, that's great. Um, I will tell you, I am like one of, I'm like an energy and empathy ghostbuster. I wear a pack on Does my back. Does that mean back. sucker? No, no, it means like I'm oh, going to, okay. 
I'm going to take the, the empathy proton pack out and the energy proton pack out. And if it's running out of power, you might see me call some guy at a grocery store an asshole because I've had a shitty, I think that's, you understand. So I'm more on, I don't want to pick sides this early in a podcast, especially because and that's what of, we came here for. Let's get into it. And I, that's what I Let's want. Let's fuck shit up on Valentine's Day. That's what I, I ultimately want to do, but I think it's hard to <laughs> jump right in the cold water immediately. Uh, yeah, you've never done that. That's <laughs> hashtag diapergate. No, come on. What are you doing? You can't. You can't bring that to the people early on. No, I think empathy. I think empathy and energy are finite. And if you push me on it, I'll show you why I think that's true. That's how I carry myself. <laughs> I agree because it's like, hey, um, this happened. This happened. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. This happened. Holy shit, that sucks. This happened. I can't even fucking believe that. This happened. If I were you, I'd kill someone. This happened. That's great. And then you go to the store and somebody goes, um, there's no price tag on this. You're like, why the fuck don't you put price tags on your fucking stuff? You think that's my fucking job? It's not my fucking job. You do it. <laughs> yeah, I think. And if... Yeah, I, I'm not going to add anything to that. I'm going to let that live. That was a perfect manifestation about how I feel. I now let me I, listen. I am. I, I know Joel doesn't like. I know your co-Valentine Joel yep. doesn't like when I backtrack on things. But I do want to say that all of those problems were not coming from one person. It's coming from all over the place. And then eventually I'm out of empathy and the price tag thing happens. Well, and I think part of the problem is that you like to be the sort of person who likes to, you like to live up to expectations because as we've discussed oh, yeah. on this show before, <laughs> you have large expectations of others. And so <laughs> part of the amount of energy you're dispelling may be due to your own desire to live up to the expectations you've set for yourself and for others and therefore it is partially your fault but i i think the guy in the grocery store usually has it coming that's the, if i've learned anything on this yeah, show exactly the, the it's always their public fault. victim had it coming i'm gonna tell you something i don't agree with anything you just said all i want is for people to think I'm their hero. Is that too much to ask? Okay, let me ask this then. So I, so it's, it is Valentine's Day. Yes. Yeah. I, and I don't want to, it's the conversation that everybody has every year. Uh, I think it is a, uh, where do we stand on it being a pile of a pointless holiday? So we just had this discussion on okay. the episode of pretend problems podcast that came out today where uh, Chad is way more cynical. Huge shock uh, that he thinks it's up. like. <laughs> is it because? Like, is it because of a bunch of companies building a fucking <laughs> fictional day? So, dude, here's here's how. Oh my god, you guys are the same person. Yeah. Not, let me give you my very specific reason before you lump us together. Okay. When I was younger, uh, after the acne, when he was a young warthog. After my acne beard wore off and I got into sure. my, I got into my, hey, this guy might have ugly spiky hair, but his skin is good enough for me to let him finger me when I got into that phase, right? Which was about 22. Uh, so yeah. I'm now dating for the first time. I'm in my early 20s. I'm having a ball. And I sure liked Valentine's Day back then because it was about, you know, it was about 
in, at that point in my mind, I'd never really been with a lot of people and you could do something special. I would make things. And then you become an adult man and you're just on Valentine's Day doing adult men or woman stuff. And you're like, I better stop at the grocery store to get some sweet potatoes. And you see 17 nubs in their fucking <laughs> sport coat shuffling around buying flowers and a card from the grocery store to meet some bullshit fictional holiday and it i just i don't every other make all the other i'm not saying you can't i'm gonna cook jenna dinner i know what she loves that's I know what Chad's what doing for me i'm gonna cook her dinner i know what she wants and that's the end of it i'll make that'll be nice but i don't i don't know it, it i don't you can't force me into being into loving my wife extra on a day. I don't want to be, don't okay. fucking tell me how yeah. to do it. That is verbatim what Chad said on, on our it's, podcast. It's insane. But also, but also w women are like, well, you know, it's, it's for romance and it's for all this stuff. You have to, you have to understand it's giving men the ability to not love as much leading up to that day because they know it has to be a big day. You're losing out ladies. You are losing out because I'll tell you what, February 13th, I pretend I'm sick. Make her cook. <laughs> you pile of shit. Yeah, it's like, oh, maybe you should maybe you should put brownies in the oven too. I don't feel good. And it's like, because I know tomorrow I have to do all the shit. I want a day. I want a day too. So I'd fucking pretend like I'm sick the day before. <laughs> what a turd Ferguson. He was sick all day yesterday, laying that on the couch. Day. I... I went above and beyond, it's cooked true. him dinner, baked brownies. That's true. Made him tea, just like really. You to save up that energy for this fictional holiday. <laughs> yeah. Now, to be fair, I was actually sick yesterday, but I will tell you, I had therapy yesterday and my therapist looked at me and he goes, man, you look uh, like really down today. And I'm like, I don't feel down. All of a sudden, I put my hand on my head. I have a fucking 102 fever. Oh. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, you know, it's just, it, it really is. It's like, it's like, uh, just let us love on our own schedule. Let us love on our own. Quit trying to schedule our love. That's what I say. That's, let's get merch. Merch. Yes. yes. Merch alert. Don't so are you like, schedule my love. Here, for you're me, not doing flowers. You're not doing cards. No, no. Here's, here's what I will say. Okay. If I see... I like to, so part of my whole damage is, so I've never been in a strip club before. And oh, interesting. Never. Pussy. Thank you. And here's No, where, I mean, that's where you go to see the pussy is what I meant to say. <laughs> Sorry. Let me finish. I, I don't like, to me, the key aspect of sexuality is desire and chase. So mm. I like, it's, it's very uninteresting to me to have somebody who's making money grinding on me. I, I, there's almost, almost nothing else that is less sexually interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's, you know, you hear people that they go, well, you know, we had to schedule sex and that's not romantic. No one wants to schedule sex. And it's like, that's what Valentine's day is. Yeah. It's literally putting a day on the calendar to buy things with hearts on it and screw. And so yeah. that's, that's, so I have this thing with Christmas presents. So here's how I buy Christmas presents. I start on January or December 26th and I spend the whole year. It's always that Christmas presents are always somewhere in my mind. 
And if I see something that I think someone will like, I will buy it in February. I will put it in a box and I will save it for the whole year. And so that is like this year, I almost got a uh, Valentine for Jenna because there was some flower company that was sending out a dozen red roses, but it was a cardboard cutout and it was 12 uh, pictures of Rose from Golden Girls in a red dress. <laughs> yeah. And Jenna, she'd get a huge kick out of that. But it's it's the same thing with a strip club. Like if I'm if I'm doing it because it's on a day, and maybe that's not very thoughtful of the other person, but it just it just erodes the desire and the joy and the actual connection out of it. Right, because it's expected. Yeah, and I don't I don't mind buying flowers the day before, chocolate. I don't mind giving gifts. I don't mind spending money. I don't mind spending time. But and Jen and I are on the same page about this. Yeah. But, yeah. but but let me let me buy flowers when I want to buy flowers when you're gonna be surprised by it. Not when there's expect I don't want to buy flowers because there's expectation. I wanna buy flowers because it's romance. And also, my mom shops like you for Christmas presents. She'll buy something in February for someone for Christmas and she'll put it in a box. And then she'll forget about it and she'll buy another one when it's on sale. And then that's how I'm going to end up taking two of everything out of my mom's house when she dies. It's like <laughs> reverse Noah's Ark to clean up her house. It's going to be ridiculous. She's just wa- she's just walking out with two. She's like two of everything. She's got two of the game life. You're like, how long ago did you buy those? Well, when my grandkids were born, just nonstop yes. carrying out the weirdest yep. things you could imagine. Uh-huh. I was going to say, I feel like I'm just realizing this. Once I had heard that you were pretty cynical about Valentine's Day, I kind of stopped and thought about how I really felt about it. And I think this is the first time in my life that I would be okay, like going forward, not really doing anything for Valentine's Day. Like if we wanted to go out to dinner or like cook a meal or whatever. But I think it's because I don't resent you. Like I don't feel like you have to prove that you love me, I actually like really know how much you care about me. And so I don't look at Valentine's Day anymore as a, I need this person to either show me how much they love me or like make up for resentment that I have toward them. Now, can I enter the hypocritical hypocritical zone here? Because as we know, I'm a world-class hypocrite. Fucking birthdays are everything. (laughs) You be ready for my birthday. You be ready for Christmas. Like, and I, 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 those are different. So I, I feel different. And I think you could make the same argument for birthdays and Christmas in theory, but I feel the exact opposite. So I'm a hypocrite. I feel, well, yeah, but, but a birthday is different. You're celebrating the day someone was born and there should be expectations for that. There should not be expectations for romance and love. That should go across the thing. But each person should get right not everybody gets a gift on valentine's day maybe they're single maybe whatever i don't know but not everyone gets a gift but every single maybe they had an acne beard for the first 22 years something like that (laughs) exactly exactly but i think every single person should get one special day that no one else is celebrating i mean obviously unless you're twins or you know somebody but you should get your own individual special day throughout the year yeah that's why people that have birthdays on christmas are like what the fuck is this yes the worst and it's like you're celebrating you're celebrating the birth of uh 
Jesus Christ, which was actually in summer and somehow made it to winter, and you really don't did bring your anti-church. We know that you hate the church, and the church hates you. How do I'm you not turn... saying. I'm just saying it's you like a... everything is like born, six degrees summer. of Catholicism with you. Catholicism. Catholicism. <laughs> is Catholicism the um, the belief in catheters? It's actually <laughs> no. It's actually the full title of that uh, that cartoon strip. What's that called? Cath. Kathy? Isn't Ka there a Kathy? Kathy. <laughs> there is a Kathy, yes. <laughs> Kathy's a great white lady name. God, that's a good I white just lady loved... name. That's my mom's name and my stepmom's name. That's <laughs> it's absolutely true. Such a bummer. I had for... two Uncle Dougs. Yeah, for my mom, yeah. They were both truck drivers, so. Oh, yeah. Doug's a, yeah. Just so you know, that, that doesn't count. <laughs> she just said her mom and stepmom's name. Yeah, but Kathy. I don't know her situation well enough to start talking a funny amount of shit about her dad right now. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about also like holidays being close to birthdays. Chad's birthday is in two weeks. And yeah. so I think maybe that's another reason why going forward, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I am on your team. Maybe we don't need to go hard on valentine's day because i have to i have to get him flowers again in two weeks I, and then, then it feels like not even as special because he just got them. i have to get chad chad is on march 2nd jenna is on march 3rd i have a tough <gasps> couple of days whoa, so whoa both of your romantic partners mm -hmm. back to back that's tough God, imagine if yeah, joel was sweet. on the fourth <laughs> yeah. sell your my try house. valentine's yeah my try valentine's try valentine's yeah. that's tough try valentine's yeah. now i will say <laughs> Having the baby make Valentine's, that's a different level. I'm in on that. The, va the baby made Valentine's. I gave him some paint. I left the room. I came back. We, Smart. Yep, yeah. we took what he wrecked, and I was like, here, he made it for you. And so, um, yeah, he's going to be an artist already at seven months. He managed to, he's been coughing a lot, but they're really beautiful. They're really pretty. <laughs> you know, a great way to celebrate a child's first birthday is to give them a bunch of paint like that reds yellows stuff like that and then you leave the room and then you come back and it really does look like their actual birthday again with all the afterbirth and a placenta everywhere <laughs> oh should i tell you can i tell you what my plan is for for sunday's first birthday first birthday I w um first birthday please hi i'm Kath. are you are you taking him to spain <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to tell you about Sunday's first birthday, Agracias. So, do there are there more lisps in Spain? Is Spain a? That's how they speak. Yeah, yeah they. Yeah, God, they speak what an ugly lisp. country. So <laughs> on 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 purpose, yeah. The uh, instead of now, Jenna doesn't listen to this podcast, so this is fun. Um, but uh, <laughs> I am not going to have a birthday party for for Sunday. We're going to invite all the people. They're going to think it's a birthday party for Sunday, and it's just going to be a party for Jenna. You can bring your gifts. You can set them over there. You can sure hold the baby. Ooh, but why would we celebrate the baby? I know everybody else wants to celebrate the baby because they don't get to see him yeah. much, but we're going to be celebrating Jenna, who had to take care of a baby through pregnancy and Ooh. the first year while my bird bones hobbled around like, are you going to put him to bed soon? Like, so that's, that's I my plan. I love that. I love That's that idea too, idea. and you need to know that this is so amazing of an idea. I am going to come there and make sure you actually fucking do it and report back to everybody. You don't have because I'm not gonna. You don't get to say what it's gonna be and get all these people going. Oh, sigh, that's amazing. Get all the listeners wet. Bitch. So, listen to me. <laughs> it's Valentine's it Day, baby. You're gonna be invited because we're gonna <laughs> probably do it at the cabin. It's gonna be a short little drive for Daddy. This could be a short little drive. 
Make the little shot. Don't tell me to prove it. I want you to. I just want you to prove it. Now listen. Uh, <laughs> nothing. Great, great segue, Kelsey. Yeah, take it away. It's great Big content. wind up. So before we started recording, you were asking Chad to get in frame because you wanted to be able to look into his beautiful eyes. Yeah, he sure. He sure. While we he record, sure fades out of frame a lot. He yeah, and that well, made, only today. That made me laugh because I told it's you like that. It's like if Chad, his whole body was a lazy eye. That's what it's like being on this podcast with you two. <laughs> he just wanders. <laughs> Get on back here. So I just was laughing because this has just been like a thing in our relationship always. Chad hates FaceTiming. When we did our first, we just started a couple. The guy who hates his appearance has a hard time with looking at I, himself. I know. Yeah. I know. Thank hard you. to believe. Jesus Christ. But like we're finally a, somebody understands me. You mean to, like, <laughs> you mean to tell me the husky boy with body dysmorphia has a hard time staring into something that's recording his appearance? I can't believe that for a second. Next thing you're gonna tell me, he doesn't like the mirrors in the house. You're gonna tell me the guy that at one time had a great jawline and his clothes fit perfectly when he saw the pictures later walked up and down 50 flights of stairs in a hotel and got sweaty before the show because he caught a weird angle in a mirror, doesn't want to FaceTime. I know. Oh, my God. My therapist is going to put their child through college on me alone. I want to be very clear. There's no way you meant 50 flights. You definitely meant 50 steps. No, 50 flights. 50, a flight is a whole thing of stairs. I understand Wait, so is what, what you're it saying is. is you, I see, I missed it. You saw yourself and you're like, well, I better do 50 flights of stairs so my fat ass doesn't crash through the stage. That's what your brain did. The, yes, okay. it was a real strange one because I see pictures. I should send you a picture of where it was. It was in Vancouver. And uh, I look uh, like well, better than I do now. I don't know. And I wouldn't fucking walk down one flight of stairs right now. Dude, one time Mike Cronin was doing stand up in the Twin Cities, probably walked a bunch of people. That's neither here nor there. But I go to meet him at his at his hotel <laughs> Mike. and uh I, I for some reason i take a shower there probably got sweaty from all the kissing and as i'm getting dressed because of my disability i don't dress easy it's a very slow awkward process and mike caught the hotel mirror reflection of me so he took a picture of me and like i look I look like whatever character Christian Bale is playing in whatever movie where somebody's oh, like the machinist. Yeah, it was yeah. brutal. It was brutal. It looks like I was having a I was having a you know a disappearing arms contest. But this isn't about me or you and our body issues. It's let's let's just keep moving or we'll we'll devolve this entire episode, I think. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. We can't have a guest on uh with no body problems, and then just talk about our disgusting, our disgusting bodies. shitty oh, bodies. Lord, whatever. <laughs> Should we talk about the the comment that I got? I got a comment recently on my special where a guy said, "If she lost forty pounds, she'd be smoking," and uh, <laughs> that's a, that has kept me up at night for many reasons. I gotta tell you, not just because. Imagine being. <laughs> first of all, that guy's a monster, right? Yeah, because we talked about on on pretend problems that it's like, oh, so you want me to be either twelve or dead? 
Do you ever like you want me to weigh 80 pounds? That's what you're asking. And yeah. I, I actually thought it was great because I'm like, this guy thinks I only weigh 40 pounds. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. Bro, I'm 195. Thank you. You have to you must drop have a the different whole angle. man, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. As, as much of a monster as that guy is. So I, I have a unique relationship with comments in that. Uh, I started stand up right when rooftop comedy was taking off and putting stuff on oh, YouTube. Oh God, and, me too. And they Horrible. loved Acme, and so they would put mm-hmm. my open mic sets up, and then people would go to fucking work. And <laughs> yes, they did that with Tacoma too, dude. It so I but now I have this help. Like I, they're just. I love thinking about the person. So as mean as that was of that guy to say, I love to think about the guy who's in front of his computer and he's like. Man, 40 pounds send like just think of the fucking sociopath like the mental makeup of somebody who is like yeah because at that point um it has to be it has to be about hurting someone it can't he's not like if you here's what i'll tell you if you dropped 40 pounds and you showed up at his house and you're like let's fuck he'd be like i that's this is not what i meant i just wanted you to feel sad because i feel sad and because yeah. nobody in the long lineage of adults in my family ever taught me how to process the things that I'm going through, I just wanted to pull yeah. people into my dark realm. So I am, for that reason, I am sexually out on this situation. <laughs> yeah, and you <laughs> for know, that reason. he yeah. had plenty of time to think about that comment too, because he sat down to type it. And then after he sat down, he had to delete all the Z's that he had typed because his tit was resting mm-hmm. on his keyboard. <laughs> And it's like, dude, you still <laughs> typed it after all that time thinking about it? That's fucked up. Yeah, that's... It was also in all caps and had fire <laughs> emojis at the end, which leads me to believe this was not a, like, thought out, like, how do I be mean? I think this person genuinely thinks that that's how I would be hotter in his eyes is if I truly lost 40 pounds. Well, and I, I got to tell I mean, you, I, I tend to agree with Chad. Now Now that I think it, he might not have just sat down and done it because he'd had to have spent a bunch of time uh, before he sent it, you know, wiping off and unsticking his keypads from masturbating to <laughs> clips. And so <laughs> I, uh, I think that, you know, he probably thought about it a little bit. I'm sure that's going to get beeped. I'm leaving it in, but I'll let Justin beep it. <laughs> I feel real good about it. So anyway, I was saying, you know, Chad hates FaceTiming with me when we're apart, Mm -hmm. which is hard. Mm -hmm. And then we started couples therapy like three weeks ago. And you know what? I have to tell you real quick, Sai, I I really love that on the BetterHelp ads, sometimes you've said like, you know, Jenna and I have done couples and it's just like, we just want to be healthy. I just think that's like a nice... Because there is a stigma about it, and I think that it's nice that you tell people that you guys do it and that you just, like, want to keep your relationship good. Yeah, I think, uh, yes. I think, sort of, for full disclosure, uh, I love that she doesn't listen to this show. Um, I... (laughs) Here we go. We, we, at this point, we, you know, every great once in a while, we do it if, if... It's kind of Chad's oil check thing. Like every once in a while, I'll show up for a session and we'll have a session if if we if we think we're in a place where we want to talk something out. But I think our situation was really unique because 
you know, we met in LA, we started dating, I had this career, I had this life, we, we had, uh, you know, a very typical life. And then I got sick. And then a pandemic happened. While I was one yeah. of the people who couldn't go out during the pandemic. And then we moved across the country because of a medical professional. And that's a lot of strain on a relationship, For especially sure. because she's a very independent person. And that was my favorite thing about her. But now I'm somebody who's like, will you put my socks on? So <laughs> it's a very, yeah. so that, that was the genesis of, you know, and there's a lot more depth to it. I think I've just always been the sort of person who thinks if you are not, God, this is a, sounds corny and lame, but uh, if, if you say it, say it, if you're not... That's what happens when I come on the podcast. I bring this out in you guys, I think. Well, it's if you're not... I I think people change. Your core values often, if you have established core values, I think they can stay pretty close to the same over the course of years. But I just think people change so dramatically with their interests and their tastes and the way they view life and every aspect of it. If you aren't very in touch with the person you're in a deep relationship with, whether that's your best friend, your family, or your significant other, I think you can look up and go, oh, I don't fucking like this person anymore. And uh, so that that was, you know, that if, if Jen and I do check-ins, if we do check-in sessions every once in a while, that's the idea is we want to be, we want to be really in tune and in touch with each other especially having a kid now. I think a lot of people after 10 years go, they spend so much time on their kid and not paying attention to each other. They go, I don't, should we do something else? Cause this fucking sucks. Yeah. 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 I mean, you really focus on a kid for 10 years and you wake up one day and you're like, who the fuck are you? Why are you in my bed? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We, we do a lot of bully ball. We do a lot of like, we force our way into like each other's conversations all the time. We're, I would say Jenna and I, the weird thing that happened in the, through this sickness and coming through it is we are disgustingly partnered to one another. Like Aww. we are like that. There are times where like, should we fucking shake this up? Get one of these nurses that falls in love with a patient and shatter this marriage. Like <laughs> there right. are those moments, right? but I think uh, we are, we just haven't gone through. We've been through like, there's just like, it's almost you know, when you have almost like an unspoken language, you know, with each other, we're pretty deeply, disgustingly partnered right now. I love that. Yeah. You guys definitely were like, hey, what do you think about getting married and then going through all of the trials and tribulations in two years yes. in a row? Yes. We've, we've knocked a bunch yeah. of we could do that. And then how about you have a baby that only one of you can help with? Let's oh, see how that yeah. fucking goes. Yeah, you guys have been road tested. Yeah, we're deeply there. <laughs> what does she do for with the next one? Dude, I, do you know how bad I want another one? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Should we have six of them? Should you reverse your visectomy? I, th I think you guys should. we should. have cousins? Should we have cousins? Little chatty cousin? Yeah. 
Cousins, what are you doing? cousins, I'll send cousins. You what do you mean? What am I doing? Here I, I always do your side. Talking about how you went through all these trials and tribulations, and you know, I was fucking while you guys were in the trenches together. I was out here recording this goddamn podcast. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Moose in the Morning, brr, and I'm sitting here trying to save our relationship, and now you bring up cousins. I don't get the opportunity. Listen to me. I don't get the opportunity to pitch it to her very often. I'm constantly pitching it to you, whether I'm outright asking for it or just sending you the cutest picture. I have because I know you have one of those weird man baby wombs inside of you. You have like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. And so <laughs> I, I don't often get to pitch it to the full team. It's more like give it to the manager and hope he tells the quarterback. But I bet you never fucking tell the quarterback. He does not tell it says, to the quarterback. I think we should hand, it, hand it, it off and play it safe. I think. Yeah, because the quarterback wants to fucking throw a Hail Mary every single play. The court, that's cool. That's why the quarterback gets paid the big bucks and why the quarterback fucks. We got to yeah. run the clock out on this thing, dude. We're t- I'm trying to run the clock out. You want the big bucks? You got to you got to you got to let it you got to grip it and rip it sometimes. And so I think here's the thing. I just think it would be nice for us to have little boys that are they're just buddies. And they hang out with each other and we go, oh, that's obviously yours is probably named something like Roscoe. So I'd be like, oh, Sunday, it's Roscoe, little cousin Roscoe. Roscoe Daniels just feels like a very good musician's name. Um, Or a boy and a girl and then they get married. Oh, we're not going to, we're, we're going to not discuss our, our son's gender or sexual preferences only because we know that upsets (laughs) some of our exterior family members. And we think that's very funny. So that's my response to that. He better love women. Okay. You understand me? He better love women and the color blue. It's fun to say, like know like exactly who in your family you can call your baby a they to to have them be like, I'm not going to call him anymore. I'm not doing this fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. You got... Uh... Well, one person that's allergic to everything and then one person whose sperm has to fucking slowly use a cane <laughs> and that sounds get out like, of their urethra. I honestly think that sounds like a very cool baby. It's his first day of school. He comes in on a walker like, I hope nobody <laughs> has any peanuts in their snacks today. Yeah. That sounds it's going to be the awesome. weirdest little Benjamin Button you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. you should have a little Benjamin Button. Little Benji yeah. Butts. I love it. So if you take anything from today's episode, it's that we shouldn't close the door on a late career paternity situation. Thank you. Thank you. Chad has said, which I thought was very nice. He said, if you ever get to a point where you're like at a 10, you're like, I for sure want to have a baby. I would not be the reason that you didn't have that. Like I would get the vasectomy reversed and I'd have have a baby with you. Oh, the last part. I just said I would not be the reason you don't have that. I would say then we sell the house and oh, geez. find somebody who wants a baby. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, I think you guys have a great, I don't want to, I don't want to speak on Jenna's behalf, but I do all the time. I think you have a great fallback plan here. You have this baby, you're like, oh, I, I missed the road. And Chad's like, well, I don't want to take care of it. And then you ship it on down the river Moses style to live with the Pharaoh's wife, Jenna, and we'll raise it alongside my baby and see which one of them becomes the strongest. I love it. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's an okay idea. Thank you. Or, or, hear me out. Or. We just continue to um, have these careers that we work so hard to build. 
And, okay. uh, and then that's the end of my statement. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, it's 2024 and there are working women all over the, the workforce <laughs> and in America. And I think people can do both, but you know, I agree with your antiquated, uh, sentiment. Yeah. Yep. I'm not going to have a nanny raise my baby and I'm, that's not a dig on you. I know you have a nanny, but you guys still raise your baby 100%. So understand Shut that. Shut your fucking mouth. When you talk about my family situation, we're doing the best we can. <laughs> so you guys definitely raise your baby, and I do mean that, no sarcasm. And uh, you just have help. But we would have to be gone, gone, gone. Yeah. And 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 um, or it would be like uh, you just alternate you weeks, know, brother, and then you never see yeah, each other. Yeah, but here's and then the thing: it's never <laughs> gonna work that horrible. way. It's never gonna work that way because I've done, I've been doing stand up way longer, mm -hmm. and so I've got, I've been to the cities i've been to all the things that i want to do mm -hmm. and she'd be like well but i've never worked this place and all of a sudden i'm like four weeks in a row watching this fucking kid yeah oh my gosh that would be the opposite i'd be like you can go i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to wake up at 4 a.m for a flight i, I would love it i'd like know. to wake there up at 4 a.m for the baby neither of us would want to <laughs> leave that's yes. that's the problem and that's why so, we'll do it now the bank shows up to kick us out of our home and they have to move three people to the homeless shelter. That's, that's <laughs> gotta, Here's what I'm saying. And this is, goes back to the main point of this entire podcast. All we got to do is hit it big with one of our ideas. And today, Sharks, the one that I'm running with, hear me out, Tickle Parlor. Go with me. <laughs> tickle Parlor. So you've been uh... to a place where you get massages. You've been to get hot stone therapy and the like. Well, what if, you know, when somebody gives you the soft little tickles and you go, ooh, that feels great. What if we had a system built where someone would just do that to you for an hour? It's called goosebumps. It's too sexual. <laughs> Here's the thing. Do I think a lot of these will end with blowies? Yeah. Is that a risk I'm willing to take? Because I think that's also a pretty good business model. Yeah. But... <laughs> If we could keep it all above board and above the waistband, I honestly think there's enough people in America that Goosebumps goes wild. I think we have five of them within a couple years. I think we sell the entire chain within 10. You guys are raising your baby with all this Goosebump money. I'm down here. I might even move to a bigger lake. Who needs one? But I could, you know, just for to show my power, I could move to a bigger lake. Or a lake. Now, listen. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Somebody lays down, you gently are using your just the barely the fingertips yes. to get their their hair yes. moving on their back Absolutely. and they got hard nipples and they do have goosebumps so that's a great name. Thank but these you. are all these are <laughs> all pre-fuck strategies. These are all pre-fuck strategies yeah. and for that reason I'm out. But but isn't that like good? Don't you think that's neat? Don't you think people will pay for that? I think that's great. I do, but I do. I, I mean, here's I'm the not situation. I'm not, right? I'm not trying to save a bunch of marriages. I'm just trying to start a business. Ruin them. Oh, you okay. think the guy who started Kentucky Fried Chicken was like, well, then what happens? We're going to have fat people everywhere? We're talking <laughs> cash here, Chad. I'm going to tell you something. I hated this until you brought up Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> And, and if, now you want that to be part of the business. If you can tickle logic. me with a drumstick and then let me eat it afterwards, uh, okay, I'm back. You got me. I'm back. I think all you got to do is you really got to develop the process by which the tickling happens. You basically need Goosebumps University where you train the therapist and at the end of every session you go, and what don't we do? Suck their penis. Like that's all you got to do at the end. And I think we do have a good business. 
Did you see that documentary that came out, I don't know, maybe six years ago? It was called Ticklish, and it was about like tickle competitions that turned into tickle fetishes, and it became this whole creepy thing. I mean, that tracks, yeah. I'm here's the okay. thing that you you do run the risk. Here's the biggest issue with uh, goosebumps that I genuinely foresee is that I I don't know how many people have massage fetishes, but I do think there's a lot of people with tickle fetishes, and you'll just have somebody be like, <laughs> like you'll get a lot of that noise, and then yeah, you could find yourself in trouble. There's that's a fair point. Well, there's a lot of that stuff going on because not only the Tickle uh, documentary, but there was also one about like the, the holding down the shoulders a little bit, choking and stuff. It was um, just search Cy Amundsen story. <laughs> Here's the thing. I would rather if you made me pick, you get to have sex. I think I've said this on the show before, or somebody's going to give you a tickle down for an hour. I mean, the answer is what happens tomorrow? Because if somebody's like, well, I'll tickle you tomorrow, then I probably... But Almost all the time I'm choosing the tickles. I love it. I love I love to be just yeah. gently touched. I just love it. Yeah. Well, you have to be gently touched. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm just telling you. You've told me. I, I understand, but I like that squeeze. before I got sick. Okay, that's fair. I like to, to be me, gently like... touched and also aggressively touched. <laughs> and aggressively fucked. <laughs> I feel like this could be a great thing for us, like a Valentine's tradition. That we like do what the like fuck? Yeah, whatever. Keep, yeah, keep going. Yeah, all three of us. Who are you talking about? We. Yeah, all three no of us. Me. It's like a train, oh. Chad. Yeah. Haven't you not Listen, never done a massage train happen. before? Why did you ever let him in? <laughs> you tickle Chad's back. Chad tickles <laughs> my back. Then we all turn. This is like, and I get you guys. We do a that drink. through That's the. We do it through the song genuine. And as soon as Pony's over, we go okay, turn. And then we all do the other one. We'll start at one place by Brian McKnight, and then. Turn. We just turn on every song, so everybody. I can't believe you did this. It's like inviting a vampire into your house. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I can do it with Jenna. I'll do it with you. We'll lock our doors. You know. Or my way. Or my way works too. <laughs> hey, so we came on here today because uh, we've talked about it before, but we have that new thing, Pretend Problems Podcast. Right. And yeah. what we do at the end is we answer listener questions. So we were wondering if we could get you to answer a listener question from that other podcast and see how you uh, see how you do. And we're as a group, so I start and we do it as a group? Yeah, we can do it as a group, absolutely. So just to yeah. be clear here, so we're, let's get the plug right. Pretend Problems is out everywhere. You can listen to the new podcast on, you can see it on YouTube or all the platforms. You can also check out my uh, Pretend Problems follow-up podcast where i review <laughs> chad and kelsey's performance real problems with cy amundsen it's like the talking dead but it's for your podcast get that anywhere you want and now i'm gonna participate in the ritualistic aspect of your show which is answering a listener right. question right yes and we have new episodes out every wednesday and if you want to write into our show to get advice it's pretend problems podcast at gmail.com okay so oh, you shouldn't have fucking given me that that's been one of the saving graces <laughs> of all three of our relationships is that I intentionally tried to not learn that piece of information that I have now. Guess who's well, going to be getting a bunch of really sexually explicit questions over the next few episodes. Happy Valentine's Day. So this is titled Sexual Frustration. My best friend won't tickle me while his girlfriend tickles him. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> Into masturbation, I got sexual frustration. <laughs> sexual 
<laughs> Frustration. Okay, this person says, "Hi, Kelsey and Chad." What was it? Sorry, fans- I, I, I jumped over it. What was the what was the title of the email? Sexual frustration. That's why I sang that song. I know, but I was off still in my anger uh, and my sense. and my fantasies. That makes sense. Sure. Okay, they say, been fans of both of you for a long time and I'm loving the podcast. My wife and I have been together for 10 years and married for six. She has a much higher sex drive than me, which should be every man's dream, but I find myself kind of bored. She talks a big game, suggesting that she's down for anything, but I found that's not really the case. Let's just say Kelsey's joke about running a BJ 5K hits a little too close to home. How do I go about suggesting things without coming across as pushy? I've bought things she doesn't wear, toys that are still in the box, and will text steamy gifts from time to time, suggesting what I'd love to do when we get home, but it always falls on deaf ears. She is absolutely the love of my life, and I wouldn't leave over something like this. I simply just don't know how to approach it. Thanks for any advice you guys, thanks for any advice you may give, and love you both. Now, if there's anyone qualified to answer this question, it's a guy who got his wife pregnant with a Rue Goldberg machine. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean so so the the people listening just this is uh his wife has a higher sex drive yep but but prefers missionary she prefers missionary seven times a week versus something hot and steamy twice a month oh we don't know that for sure well i know but i'm just he's yeah. paraphrasing what they we believe to be the core issue um so 10 years Married six, right. is that correct? Yeah. So now I think any advice that I would ever give is going to uh, come through me projecting my own view of the world. So let's be very, very clear of that. Yeah, but of is there a chance that the thinking and the approach to the air quotes problem is flawed. And what I mean by that is, so your wife does have a high sex drive. So she wants to get it. And you have equated that to, and I'm not saying, it sounds like he's trying very hard, right? But it seems like his effort has been under the category of spiciness, how to spice things up. What I send her gifts. I try to do this. I like that's kind of how it reads, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. This feels like communication one on one. Like yeah. you told me that you have a higher sex drive. I'm very into that. I want to satiate that sex drive, but I'm doing all these things and it doesn't seem to be doing is what you want really intimate traditional sex is that like what it i think to figure out what the guy should do he needs to get her to tell him what his actual like what her actual sexual fantasies and what she wants is and then once he has that answer he can decide how he wants to exist in and around that answer or respond to that answer but it kind of feels like the start of this whole thing is going to have to be you know, it's kind of like going, hey, my wife loves uh, missionary. How can I get her to do doggy style? Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm, not, I'm I, not saying that's how that's how the situation is. We obviously have limited information. But I think, and this goes back to my thing, like all I want to do is know what turns them on. Like if you're really into it, I'm really into it. So if you're really into getting crushed missionary style a bunch 
every once in a while, I'm going to be like, hey, could you just slide a hand up my chest just below the Adam's apple while I'm here? Like, I might slide my thing in while sliding my thing in, but I think they're right. That's don't you think, Chad, you you and I have had conversations like this before right. about, you know, whatever she would just go do the thing she wants and then ask her about it. Yeah, and I completely disagree with your answer. I think that she should have known what she was getting into when his uh, first dance at the wedding was, because I want to get freaker with you. <laughs> um, what, what I think he should do is he should put a nanny cam uh, teddy bear in oh, the bedroom yeah. and Ride he should it. call her with one of those oh, yeah, voice morphing machines <laughs> and just go, look in the nightstand, there's a vibrator. <laughs> jam it into yourself or your husband dies <laughs> and then see what she does with like that. saw with dildos saw with dildos yeah. saw with dildos yes. you're pitching yes, saw exactly with dildos right. so we've got two so so far we have two and i don't think we should stop at two i think we should round table this and give this guy a few options so i want to summarize so far we have ask your wife what she's really into and then respond to that we have saw with dildos let's let kelsey go and then we'll just let's workshop it a bit yeah. How, I mean, do, my, my, how do I follow Saw with dildos? My real answer <laughs> is the same thing because you are right, Sai. You and I, uh, we tend to err on the side of, uh, uh, you know, making the partner yeah. happy. Yeah. 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 I think there's probably an element of not wanting to feel rejected, not wanting to feel stupid. And so it seems like the way he's trying to tell from, her what he's from into the, that from which person <laughs> from both of them or? from um i think more from him it sounds like just from the email that he's like trying to tell her the things he likes but like through actions but mm. not putting that into words and having an actual conversation yeah and so it just seems like they need to actually sit down and even if he said hey like you know, I just noticed that some of the toys I bought or the clothes I bought, you're not really into. And that's totally fine. But I just would love to know, like, what you are. Is, is there something else that you would be into? Like, am I maybe just not on the right path here with, with the things I'm buying? Do you have a sexual bucket list or a fuck it list merch? Yeah. Fuck it. Thank you. More, <laughs> uh, more but merch. but do, do you have a sexual bucket list and what is it? And how, you know, how do we get there? And how about uh, as, how about as simple as this? How about you sit down at a table, you hand her a note card and you hand him a note card and you go, mm -hmm. okay, each of us, I had a friend who told me they did this and it was really good for their sex life. Let's each write the five things that excite us the most that we fantasize about. And it doesn't even have, it can literally be, it doesn't have to be sex on a beach in Paraguay. It can be kissing in bed, you know, like it can be whatever, like just don't, don't make up fictional things. Just say right now, what are the five things you like the most? And then let's write that down. Let's put it in an envelope. Let's give it to each other and let's read it the next day when we're both at work away from one another. And then let's take that time to think about it and come back together. And maybe that's an easier way to start the conversation. Cause I think for some people, uh, it's hard to be like, yeah, I'd like to be pegged question mark. <laughs> It's hard. I think sometimes yeah. comics and people who talk about sex all the time forget about how hard it is for other people to even mention sex. Totally. Yeah. Now, yeah. I think the funniest outcome possible mm -hmm. about what you just said 
mm-hmm. is they both go to work, they both open these notes, and neither of them go home. This <laughs> this house in 20 years, they they fucking they ghost each other. Yeah. They pretend I was in I was in 9/11 building, and now they're on an island. They. They ghost each other, and this house, 20 years later, looks like a mall in a zombie movie <laughs> with overgrown shrubbery and shit like that. I think that would be the funniest thing in the whole wide world. They just, neither of them go, and neither of them know that the other one didn't go home. She so, just wrote gangbang, and he was like, welp, bye. <laughs> so now we have three very good solutions. One, they talk about it. Two, saw dildos. Mm-hmm. saw with dildos excuse me three uh this funny note card thing where they actually break up those are three pretty good <laughs> solutions for him to pick from uh, here's what yeah. i would say the other thing i would say generally i i am of the belief that we could all be a little more i think sometimes people think open like when they're trying to think about being open-minded and they wish someone else would be open-minded, open-minded falls under this this umbrella of like this canopy of do weird stuff. Try the try weird things umbrella. But open-minded might be like, hey, for sex for this person is this small category. And I think I've known people who've had really unique relationships once they realized, hey, sex for us is very different. He needs this, this, and this. I actually can only give him this. This is how he gets that and this. And I'm not even, I'm not saying open relationships. I'm not saying anything like that. But I'm saying like, I think once you realize what the other person needs and is open to as partners, like going down the road to achieving those needs that's that's the that's the place where i think you find people usually they're happiest in that category it's not just being open to and then chad is gonna fish hook me wow he tickles me (laughs) yeah because you you can and you can also do one at a time it doesn't have to be happening simultaneously right like if someone has less of a fetish driven uh sex life they can take it missionary, get all their needs met, and then the guy can put the little fur ball up his ass and have her fish it out with a hanger after that. Here's my piece of advice to this guy. You know the look on her face when she comes, right? That's the goal. However she needs to get, whatever you need to do to get her, focus just on that thing and then see if she can, if you can get her to focus on that thing for you and stop worrying about whether or not it looks like it's supposed to. They were so indoctrinated with that. You, that's a really great point where it's like, I think people think of sex. It's like, and then I take your shirt off and then you take my shirt off. And it's like, how about we do your thing and then we do my thing and we treat it kind of like we're just hanging out because that's what this is. We've been together for 10 fucking years. We're buddies. We watch a lot of CSI. We both love lasagna. And we both like to fuck in a little different way. So let's do your thing and then my thing. And then let's watch CSI. Yeah. Not Miami. Let's watch the new one. Yeah, you're right. Totally. Because if you picture her face when she's coming and try to make that the goal instead of her face when she sees an almost car accident and make that the goal, I think they're two different things. Those are very right? two, You don't two want the car accident face. No. Right. Unless it's just an initial reaction to the teddy bear's voice. Like, hello. 
are you in the room? Like, there's going to be some shock there. If he goes, if he does go the, the saw dildos route, I think there's going to be some weird looks yeah. before she realizes, okay, it's a teddy bear. This is obviously a saw type scenario. And she starts trying to solve the puzzle. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Well, yeah, but when, when it's video, right? So yeah. he can take screen grabs from the video. So when she looks very shocked and disgusted, and then he can jerk off to that later. Yeah, if that's his thing. There's a lot of options yeah. here. Absolutely. <laughs> Did we do it? Was that good? Uh, uh, yeah, happy... I, I knew that you guys were going to like try to find a moment, so I was just letting you know that was very funny. Happy Valentine's Did Day. Did we do it? Happy Valentine's Day. Okay, I'll see you guys at the Tickle Train. Tickle Train is also not a bad idea for a... It is. It actually is. That one doesn't work. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.